Welcome to Enlivening Musings, episode 12. Today we are talking about period care regarding womb care, rest, foods, tea, herbs, all of that kind of stuff. Mm. How are we nurturing and nourishing? That's it. I'm I'm retitling this right now. Nourishing yourself during your moon time. Yeah, that sounds nice. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm Crystal. I'm Katie. And we're here to dive deep. Mm -hmm. Let you live lit up even when you're on your moon time. I know. I've I've just started to really look forward to it, to be honest, because um, I'm kind of a go, go, go person. So it's like I look forward to knowing like, okay, that's going to be my time to really like just rest and take it easy and not have to do anything I don't want to do sort of stuff Same. and just slow down. Um, yeah. Same. I really, it's cool because I think a lot of people don't feel that way. So I, I know I've grown because if I'm at that point, then it's good. Yeah. I always have enjoyed that time just in the sense of feeling very much actually alive because mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. about it makes me feel alive I know it can feel very depleting and all of those things too mm-hmm. but there's something about blood <laughs> that makes me feel really alive and so that's been my my pre my younger days sensations of mm-hmm. enjoying and being okay with it and then now it is that rest component and for Mm -hmm. me that includes creating in a different way so it's time Mm -hmm. when I get to like get caught up on computer work or Mm -hmm. I get to read books and Mm -hmm. get caught up on input that I want or different things so it gets really exciting for me I had a day just the other day and I'm more in I'm not there yet. And so I had a moment of just feeling eager, like, why isn't it my moon time today? Because mm-hmm. I would really like to be there right now. And I was kind of stopping myself. No, yeah. <laughs> here's where we are right now. It doesn't mean you can't rest, though. Go ahead and rest. Yeah. Yes. It's interesting you said that because I, I know we talk about like the giving and receiving side, like duality of being human. And it was your, to me, it sounded like you're basically saying like during that time I'm in receiving mode, which is great because it's super feminine. It's soft. It's rest. It's all about receiving during that time. That's so cool. That's a cool connection. Really like that. And I think starting there then too, rest number Mm -hmm. one. Yes. That's That's number one. Number one period care to do, (laughs) to do nothing. (laughs) Right. Because I think we forget what our body is actually doing during that time. Like it's, it's creating extra blood to flush out the uterine lining. Okay. That's my technical definition of what's happening. So your body is working really hard. That's why you're tired. Yeah. And you're, (laughs) you're losing blood. You're losing iron. Yeah, it is a time to nourish. And Mm -hmm. here we are in North America in the summer. And I think sometimes people think I'm crazy (laughs) with my warm tea and my warm food Mm -hmm. because I still do that when I'm menstruating. It's time for me to be warming everything because Mm -hmm. stagnation is real. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> so many people have so much stagnation. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to your period, you're going to maybe even notice that. Even something clots and even having a heavy period can be a form of stagnation. Mm-hmm. But the clots especially. Do you have other? Yeah. Yes, definitely clotting, cramping, um, brown blood. Mm. Um either at the beginning or the end of your cycle is a sign of stagnation. So I just feel like that's so common. I never knew that that wasn't normal. Like really what we'd like to see with a healthy period is four days of fresh red blood. That's it. None of this trickling brown blood before and after. That's all old blood in my teachings. Um, And the other thing that I've learned is the only time you're getting cramping is when your uterus is trying to push something out. So for example, when you're having a baby. Right? Yeah, you're getting yeah. major cramping. Same thing. If you're if you're getting cramps, it means that there's old blood, or there's clots, or there's stuff that's trying to get out, and it it shouldn't be there, right? So there's then that's where proper period care comes in to help that too. And I know there's probably a lot of people listening to this that are like, I hate my cycle and it's like horrible and it hurts and I wish I could have hysterectomy and all these things. So we just want to encourage you that there's a lot of things you can do to start to heal that. And again, we can't say a hundred percent of people, but man, a lot of it is a lot of nourishment can make a huge difference during that time. Yeah. Cause feel- the thought of resting for people during their cycle, they look at me like that's literally impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and I think our society really sets it up to feel that way. Yeah. You know, it's not, again, it's not something that, On another episode, we'll talk about, and this will be a bit in the future, preparing girls for this, Mm -hmm. Um, but people don't set the stage for that, where my girls, so three of them, are watching me say, this Mm -hmm. is my moon time, I'm not lifting that. This is my moon time, I'm not going to do that. Ask me in two days. Yeah. You know, because that boundary is there. This is my moon time. Mm-hmm. I'm not back in a traditional culture where I can just go and sit with other bleeding women and rest with them and commune with them. Mm. And so I'm Ooh, bringing goosebumps. a piece <laughs> of that here and letting my three girls witness that so that they mm-hmm. can do the same thing. And in a previous episode, I was saying how it's wild, though, to think of being a youth and being in competitive sports or something like that where that isn't so much an option and yet whatever we can do to promote that and I just want to go on a little bit more about being able to fall in love with your period and what that could be like yeah I want everybody to take a minute if you don't love that time take a minute to breathe into your body right now What's all there? Like, what's all there that makes that feel so awful? Is it the physical pain? Is it that you don't have support? Mm -hmm. That you don't know how to nourish yourself? What is it? Because if we can help just one piece, one piece at a time, it can start to domino effect and get better and better. When I do all of the psychosexual work, people's periods they change and it's incredible and what are they doing it's like well they're not really doing anything they're breathing into their organs they're making some noises like what Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everything changes 
And one of the biggest reasons is because it is bringing that blood flow and that awareness and it's clearing that stagnation and changing and transforming mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, you know, thank you for saying all that. Cause I think it comes back always into what's going on emotionally and spiritually for women in that space. Oh yeah. And there's so much, there's there. so much there. I mean, this is my work all day long, whether I'm working on someone for pelvic care or not, it comes up all day long for people because we just didn't learn any of this stuff as kids. It just was not talked about. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even, I'm kind of drawing a blast for words cause there's just so much to it and it's, and it's beyond words too. Yeah. But if you don't love that part of yourself, it's hard to love your period and hard to have it be a beautiful time. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just, Gosh, and then I'll, you know, there's so many young girls that get put on birth control because they're having painful periods, but there's been no education or talk about how to nourish yourself during your cycle or like I said, it's these simple things like warm foods, warm beverages, keep the area warm. Yeah, that's really simple. And it's not expensive to eat something warm versus cold. Like that's what I think gets lost in so much of this and women's health. And I just get on such a soapbox because people get so caught up in like, if it's not this researched pill or product from the, the powers that be or the doctors or something, then it's um, not important. And the PT world is horrible for this and they want everything in a research. And Number one, guess what? Research is really, really expensive, like millions of dollars, difficult to get grants, and they don't want to research women's health, number one. It's insanely under-researched. It's like 5%, if that. And especially, why would they want to research something that's free? Who's going to make money off of that, right? Right. So, of course, there's not research, but there's common sense that this stuff works, and we need to, as women talk to each other, share our stories, and heal each other. Well, It's not going to come from anyone else. That's the hugest piece. Like when you're saying that, I just think of ancient traditions. Yes. And I think of women passing the stick, right? They're passing mm-hmm. the knowledge down through words, through story. And that stuff is really valuable. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. And there are ancient traditions that have roots in all of this ayurveda has amazing period protocol type mm-hmm. stuff and things to really help based on your constitution on if you are vata pitta kapha combination da, da 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 as well as what are your quote unquote period complaints right mm-hmm. and how do we remedy that i'm going to jump right into like the stagnation for a bit though um yeah that's probably the most common yeah the it's just one one little thing that a lot of people actually enjoy, I know some people don't, is ginger. So ginger tea, you can mm. have ginger tea, you can put ginger in your bath, obviously you'll need some directions on how to do that. <laughs> but if you've got just ginger tea, like traditional medicinals, ginger tea in a box, you could make a few cups of that in a day, put some honey in it. It's delicious. Oh, <laughs> very warming. It's very warming. And what's interesting is ginger's also known to help with things like heavy bleeding. And I've been playing with it lately mm. and I love it. It's been amazing. 
to see how much of an effect it has. And that warmth brings that movement in a very gentle way to break apart that stagnation and to like make everything feel good. So it's one of my favorites as of late. Oh, I love that. I'm going to try that. I've never done the ginger tea. I'm not a big ginger person, but I'm going to try it because I think I could grow to like it. Yeah. And I'm not a big ginger person either, honestly. That's why I had to say, I know there's some people who hate it, Um, but there are so many things that I really do love it for. And I do like the tea when I put honey in it. Yeah. And I'm sure it helps with digestion. That's the thing too. Like what I talk about um, with people is you think of your period like a mini postpartum time. So you've heard us talk about postpartum care and all the things you do. Now you can do that every month. Yep. So if you never felt like you had the care you needed during postpartum time and you didn't like all that stuff or have a good uterine cleanse and all those things, guess what? We are so lucky as women that every month we get a chance to renew and restore ourselves. One of my teachers, Kelly, she talks about how she'll kind of set like mini goals every month around her cycle. So then she has a chance to try again every, you know, every 28 days or so. Nice. So I, yeah. And so like that back to like nourishing foods, easy to digest. That's what I learned for you from you during my postpartum time. So like porridges, um, oatmeal, rice, just things. Cause a, a lot of people have some digestive changes that happen during their cycle too. Yeah, a lot of people so, either get constipated yeah. or have interesting poop. <laughs> yeah. So just things that are really easy on your body to digest, I think are really helpful. Right. And the ginger helps with that yeah, too. And ginger, that's it does. What I think it of helps it. with the, the digestive so cool. fires. And so it really, it's nourishing on so many levels. Um, and I would just add too, when you talk about like porridges, soups, like some root vegetables, just a, mm-hmm. a nice oh, vegetable yeah. soup. That sounds so, so good and <laughs> like so grounding too. Exactly. There's something about that. Well, it has that vata pacifying. And yeah. so we're doing Love this it. down and out thing, which is a vata thing. And so when you're supporting that, it helps make it all feel really good. Mm, that's so cool. Yeah. So other things. So we talked, we talked about food. So hydration is super important too. That's something on my list that I always talk about is, you know, you're producing a lot of extra fluids. So just lots of hydration, some warm room temperature, warm teas, all things like that. Trying to avoid some of the cooling ones, probably if possible, like mints and things like that. Um, Just all like the warm, warm stuff, but extra hydration. And then the other things I have on my list, I have a list that I share with people. So I'm kind of referencing that now. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked last episode a lot about no plugs. So tampons, some people use this thing called sea sponges. Have you heard of this? I have heard of that. Okay. So that's like, I haven't used it. They're like this all natural, interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, And they, she talks about too, like that's the time when you probably don't want to use your yoni egg or have sex in, in this teaching. And again, my background is a lot in traditional Chinese medicine. My teacher, Kelly, that is her background with herbs. And that's actually been my journey with self-care and acupuncture too. So that's a lot of where I draw my knowledge. And it's interesting because I was just listening to um, her talk again, and she was just saying how like traditional Chinese medicine herbs are just super consistent. Like they're very like specific and categorized that way to always be the certain way. Like Western herbalism, not so much. Like they don't classify things always as specifically. 
it was really interesting to hear her talk about that because there were some herbs that I had purchased and like mugwort, for example, but I didn't realize there were so many variations of it. And the one I had, she was like, well, that we can't specifically say it's going to be this homeostatic herb or I can't remember exactly what she was saying. And I was like, oh, I mean, I'm a new herbalist. Like I know what I know and it's specific towards womb care. But um, I mean, there's obviously endless things to learn about it. So um, yeah, that's just kind of our little background on it too. That's interesting. With yeah. the herbs, I do love um, nettles. Oh my God, during, yes. During yes. periods. I mean, you're it's a multivitamin for you. Nettle and it's infusions. Going to revamp everything for you. So mm-hmm. that's another one that I really love during that time. I've played with some mugwort. I've liked it. And I mm-hmm. haven't paid much attention to yeah. the different variations of it. So that is interesting to think about. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, let's give you guys a tip on nettle infusions because mm-hmm. it's this has come to me a couple of times. I had it the first time from Crystal and postpartum, but the infusions mm-hmm. are the game changer. So I believe it's one ounce of nettles in a quart jar, boiling water, and then you put it in the refrigerator overnight or at least four hours. So the infusion's a little bit longer. Yeah, I, I actually just, just keep a it tea. on my... I keep it on my counter. I pour it in the morning. So I I sure. I don't even measure. <laughs> I'll be honest. I take yeah, you're three, well. four, five clumps is what I do, mm-hmm. which is grabbing with like my four fingers and throwing it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I fill the quart jar and I let that sit on my counter for half the day mm-hmm. or the whole day or Honestly, when I first started doing it, I would pour it the night before, yeah. and then I'd start drinking it the next morning. Yeah, that's what I do. And I'd never put it in the fridge when it was just in that steeping mm-hmm. phase and stuff. But yeah, yeah, but it's I super, it. it's super nourishing. Like if you look up nettles, you'll read pages of things that it's yeah. good for. So just start drinking nettle infusions like every day. It's so good for you, and yeah. Yeah, There's but it's great thing. during this time. But especially the, during that time. Vitamins and yeah, I mean, it's it's earthy, like it's nettles. So mm-hmm. it's not like this, <laughs> it's not like drinking a pop or something, but um, it's, you'll get you'll get to crave it. Um, so, you know, what else are we going to talk about? Hydration, no plugs, good nourishment. And the other thing is too, um, I think I've heard this on both sides, but my teacher always says avoiding inversions. Oh, yeah. So like no upside down stuff, which is back to the down and out. Um the whole thing with like what's happening during your cycle. I had somebody in a dance class once almost get mad at me about that. I'm just like, oh, I'm on my moon time. I don't do that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was bewildered. What? 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 Yeah. Well, there's not scientific. I'm like, I don't do that right now. <laughs> yeah. All coming back to the scientific <laughs> research, like whatever. No, no. I am listening to my body and it is working this direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going in that direction. Yeah. Come back to me in three days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, what does it hurt? Yeah. So that's the thing with all this stuff too, right? It's all very safe, easy. I don't think we said anything that costs any money even. So uh, just buying the herbs, which are not that expensive. Honestly, yeah. nettles you can find for very reasonable. Same with ginger. Oh you my can gosh. get a root yes. of ginger if you don't have the like a, don't want to buy a tea bags you can get a root of it at the grocery store and you can grate it up peel it all of that type of stuff um yeah. i do have a question i don't know if you'll have the answer for it um 
I have, not for myself so much, but for other people, enjoyed castor oil packs. Oh, my gosh. It's an Ayurvedic thing. And I recently had somebody say, though, to not do it actually during their heavy bleed time. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And I can understand it because you're bringing more blood flow to the area and you're already doing that. But do you have more information on that? Because when we talk about cramping... You know, warmth can feel really good. Yeah, no, warmth is good. Okay. Like using warmth um, on the area is actually recommended, like heating pads and stuff, because it's not going to necessarily make you bleed more. It's just going to help it flow better. Okay. Um, but the castor oil, yes, that is another awesome, inexpensive thing you can do. But everything I've read is, yeah, not when you're actively bleeding. Same thing with um, vaginal steaming, not when you're actively bleeding. Um as you become more experienced in it, like myself, I've played around with using it when I have some brown blood um, stagnation in the last few days, and that's felt safe to me. But that's if, you know, you want to be more experienced with steaming and mindful, but that's the one time we don't. But another thing you can do is a warm foot bath. Oh, yeah. If you're craving the warmth because of how the the venous supply of from the feet up around the uterus yes is connected so that can feel really really good too if you're feeling cold um, and cold feet because cold feet and cold uterus kind of go hand in hand in some of the teachings so but yeah castor oil pack that and you even just like for women i mean this is not necessarily period care but just for women with having issues with vaginal dryness like castor oil is so good for the vulva and the vagina like it loves it so um, some of my teachers have even said like using um, a syringe without a needle and you can insert it vaginally. Whoa, that's mm-hmm. new for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some other people talk about vitamin E capsules and things like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, and there's so many, there's so many um, kind of going back like different teas and stuff that are helpful for a lot of like excessive bleeding and periods. I have a really great handout that I can share with you guys too. I can, we can maybe try to link it. Um, or if you reach out to me, I can send it to you and it's, um, first aid to stop bleeding. Yeah. So simple, um, teas and things. If you're getting breakthrough bleeding or someone starts just having a lot of heavy bleeding, there's some simple things that really like all women should have on hand, um, that can save lives even. So, and as you're saying that, it's reminding me to have red raspberry leaf, just as an herb, as a, mm-hmm. just a lovely uterine tonic yes. women's herb, all times, anytime kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, that's another great one that you can make as a tea or an infusion mm-hmm. and stuff too. Yep. But yeah, I like that. I love that document that you have. So yeah, it's such, it's so nice. Kelly has it up on the website and it's just kind of like free knowledge because it's super important for women to have that, especially that postpartum time. Like she's saying, you can save someone's lives if you have these certain herbs right on hand. Cause she's been with people where, um, it's an herb, it's a Chinese herb called union bio and it's for like postpartum hemorrhaging and different things. And she said, she's seen it stop bleeding within a minute. Yeah, of nice. people hemorrhaging. So I mean, this this is important things that um, we need to know as women. And I know it for me as a kind of a somewhat newer herbalist. Like I still am very cautious and I get nervous um, because we're just also used to like pills and FDA approved and all that stuff that we've. You know, I'm like, okay, I know like this yarrow is safe, and but it's just it's just a learning area. Then I'm still in it. I mean, I admit it, like trusting the plant but there's a good reason to be cautious too but 
Yeah, I don't know yeah. what I'm saying, but it's just an interesting world to be journeying into after working in the medical system and just growing up that way too, of back to the earth and trusting. Well, and there's so much for even just those differences that you're talking about, Chinese herbs and Western herbs yeah. in like how it's not, it's not the same as the medical system. You don't take this herb for that. You know, yeah. it is really, there's a whole myriad. There could be a list of five herbs that are all good for fill in the blank. And it's a matter of which one of those fits yeah. your constitution. Yeah. Which one of those, you know, um, I know. So we're going to be interviewing Kimberly Gallagher when they That'll do great. the learning herbs um, stuff. I know one of their, Rosalie, she's a learning herbs teacher. She does I think it's the five tastes. It's a wheel. And so it's all about, well, which tastes do you like or which ones work for you? Mm-hmm. You might need one that's on the sweeter side where somebody else really needs a bitter one. So of these five herbs, it's kind of hard to explain. No, I get it. Yeah, um, I get it what you're saying. So yeah. it's a cool way to really start to learn and know. And I feel... Mm-hmm that nervousness comes from not playing with some of the stuff you know we we're talking yeah. about period products before and how we like to try them or to recommend a practitioner we want to have tried that practitioner so it's similar yeah. we want plants are called allies <laughs> because they are our allies and they become our allies through us playing with them and working yeah. with them and experimenting and seeing what our body says and there are all of those scientific things of this herb is contraindicated with this medication or dot 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 that's great to know and then the other side of it is okay so these ones that are okay for you Mm -hmm. how do we want to play with them and create that relationship and yeah it just keeps expanding so it's awesome watching you keep expanding yeah as you're playing with new herbs and I mean I feel like you went from knowing two to 50 in a matter of months (laughs) and then now hundreds probably you know just watching that evolution and what that all looks like and yeah and I think that's that kind of reminded me of that this work is not what we're used to it's not in that go 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 learn it quick boom boom it's it's um you know the feminine it's slow we're working with the earth and nature right and I have to always remind myself that like this is not a race like this <laughs> is a relationship I'm building with these plants and learning about them because every teacher I've had is like this is this but you have to experiment you got to figure it out and see how it works for you um which I it's interesting because patience is something that actually just came to me when I was looking at my lavender plant today yeah. I was like I feel like this lavender is trying to teach me like gentleness and patience um So it's interesting that that just came into my mind again of, yeah, I just have to be patient with the process of learning these and um, honoring them for what they are and what they have to teach me. And because I have these really cool ones growing in my, I have a huge thing of yarrow growing in my yard and it's um, a really useful plant in what I work with, with women for like periods and blood and things like that. And 
the other day I was um, out in my yard and I was like just I decided just to pick some fresh herbs from my garden and I made a steam for myself and it felt so like um, connected and like primal and I was just like on my little walk through my yard and grabbing herbs to make um, a pelvic steam session and it was so cool it just felt I don't even know (laughs) the word for it and I was like wow this is totally what it's supposed to be so as much as I I know we're not talking about steam and I'm going on a tangent but it's all about like empowering women for me of like taking this whole self-care world back or taking care of ourselves because I'm like yeah I have these herbal blends I work with and yes they they work and there's a reason for them but at the same time I can't help in the same breath but tell my patients and clients but guess what you know you best yep do you have an herb you like do you want to experiment with it go for it there's very few that are going to hurt you so have fun and see and that's all I you know and love it the whole time you were talking was about each person being an individual because I th- yeah. I'm sitting over here thinking okay yes with the herbs and then it's the same with hydrosols and it's the same with essential oils and it's the same yeah. with all these different things there are things to be cautious of and yes. you know what your body likes so mm-hmm. if you're playing with you know Katie and I have taken a similar training and then we both come back to one another and we say you know, that teacher really liked this hydrosol, mm-hmm. but I really like this one. Yeah. And it's, whoa, that's so cool because we're listening to our bodies. Mm-hmm. And yes, that person over here is going to really like this one. And this person over here is going to really like this one. And having all of these different teachers and all of this different stuff. And yes, start there and then really bring it into yourself because you mm-hmm. know and listening yes. to your body. And of course, that's what we're all about. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing yes. it back to yourself. And uh-huh. then what is making you feel the most alive and remembering that as well. You know, is this herb making you feel like it's like, okay, it might be fixing something and yet it's making you feel heavy or mm-hmm. disempowered then you're not resonating with it on some level. And maybe the next time you go visit it, you will. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Things are always changing and evolving. There's going to be plants and things that maybe don't resonate. And then you come back to it another day and it's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so great. So much wisdom there. I mean, we all have it. We all have so much. Like, I think that is just like Crystal and I, our mission is just to help women like tap into it. Yeah. And just love themselves and be alive. Yes, exactly. So with that, of course, if you want to fall in love with yourself, my fall in love with you class is always up on enhanceutv.com. And I now have it directed so you can spell out you or use the letter U or whatever. You'll find it. You'll get there. Go to the Aliveness <laughs> Academy. That's where all of that juicy stuff is. And I have my Crystal Pleasure Fairy free group and VIPs. And that's amazing. And Katie, you can find on Instagram. Yes. And where else? Um, my Instagram is Katie Bradshaw PT. Katie Bradshaw underscore PT. And my website is Myofascial Release by Katie. So 
questions, concerns, anything that you need. Mm -hmm. We do a lot through distance work and mm -hmm. stuff if you're not local to us. And we hope that this has sprinkled some seeds for you to have a better, more joyful moon time for yourself that's full of nourishment and rest and a little more magic. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye.